What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of the Stardom Cast is sponsored by Puro TV. Your one-stop shop for all your Puro DVD needs. From Stardom to New Japan, from All Japan to Ice Ribbon, as well as incredible box sets documenting the best matches of your favorite Japanese wrestling icons, Puro TV has it covered with new items added every week. And now, as a special gift to listeners of the Stardom Cast, Puro TV are offering 10% off. Simply go to puro-tv.com, use the promo code STARDOMCAST at checkout and get 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's the code STARDOMCAST to receive 10% off your entire order. The link to their website is in the podcast description. And now, on with the episode. Hey, this is Kevin Kelly, and you are listening to the Stardomcast. And welcome to a very special episode of the Stardom Cast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin. I'm joined as ever by my friend and your friend as well. It's Matt Turner. Matt, how are you today? Rob Goodwin, I am fantastic. I'm going to get a quick little brag in here, if that's okay with you. I just want to let you and all the friends and family of the Stardom Cast know that Mayu Iwatani was not the only hometown wrestler to have streamers thrown at her this past weekend. Wow. I'm I'm assuming you are alluding to yourself, otherwise that's yeah. quite a sad thing to say. <laughs> yes. Now granted there was only maybe four or five streamers that were thrown at me instead of the uh, hundreds that were thrown at Mayu. And granted there was maybe about eighty people in the building compared to the uh I don't know, hopefully we'll find out in a week or two. 
how many people were in the building since none of the shows have been uploaded <laughs> yet. But regardless, it's always a cool little thing when you get the streamers thrown at you. I was like, oh, how about that? So uh, nifty little thing that happened in uh, Mayfield, Pennsylvania yesterday or over the weekend. And were you successful? Um, I was successful in cheap plugging the podcast. I'll tell you that much. You want me to get into it? Absolutely. You want me to get into, into it. So what we're doing with this little few that I'm doing in um, high, new, new professional, new uh, indie promotion that I'm working at higher ground wrestling is that we're setting up a mixed tag match uh, between the guy I'm feuding with and his valet, who's his real life girlfriend. And then me and uh, Shelby Walters, who's a good buddy of mine. So basically, the, the finish of the match was uh, I have him in the Fujiwara armbar, which is uh, one of my many submission finishes. His uh, valet comes in the ring, causes a disqualification. Actually, comes in double disqualification because the ref gets blinded, supposed to be blinded. The ref did a uh, C-plus job at best. Um, <laughs> the, the girls wind up having a big brawl, turns into a double disqualification, and the promoter's like, hey, just plug the uh, next show and challenge for a mixed tag match. You know, do, Can you do all the mic work? Sure, absolutely. So I go in, put over my opponent, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, at the end, I say, you know, I'm, sure, I'm not sure if anybody's aware, but I'm a big advocate for women's professional wrestling. And if you're not sure what I mean, listen to my podcast, The Stardom Cast. New episodes come out every Friday, wherever you get your podcast. Figured, hey, there's almost 100 people in the room. Let's get a cheap plug in. <laughs> so uh, afterwards, I get done and, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to leave because I was on sub main. So I was, you know, got cleaned up and was going to head on home. The, I go, I you know, go to say my goodbyes, and the promoter goes, "Hey, man, I just want to let you know that your uh, your promo, you got your you got the girls over, you got your over, you got your uh, your opponent over, you plugged the match for next month, and you got your podcast over in a cheap plug, all in about ninety seconds." He's like, "You are an old school carny." And I said, "Damn right I am. <laughs> Damn right I am. All about ninety seconds, I got it all in. So I got a microphone. What the hey, right?" Absolutely. I love the fact that you managed to plug all that in 90 seconds. That's that's <laughs> that's no like frills. That's that's impressive, impressive to say the least. And it, it goes some way to showing just how dedicated you are to making sure that uh, we get listened to by more people. Absolutely. I can do whatever I can do. I remember at the I was at a Fozzie concert. I know we're getting off track there. I was at a Fozzie <laughs> concert a little over a year ago. I bumped into a whole bunch of wrestlers I haven't seen in a while. And they're like, hey, aren't you doing like a podcast? And I was like, I sure am. And I literally made everybody that I was hanging out with and sharing a beer with download the podcast and subscribe Amazing. before I even, I think I even told you. Because it was like 9 o'clock, 9, 10 o'clock my time. I'm like, I'm not going to text Rob. It's 2 or 3. So the next morning I was like, yeah, you may see that our subscriptions went up by like 20 people overnight because I made people <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> hey, man, you got we're, this is what we're here to do, my friend. We're here to promote the podcast. Not only that promote the fantastic wrestling promotion is stardom uh that is stardom because i know you agree with me and our listeners will agree with me that this promotion needs to be seen by as many eyes as possible oh of course absolutely especially as they uh if they manage to jump off what they did at the last pay-per-view the triangle derby finals you know we're talking fantastic stuff in store for us for the rest of this year um and you look at how um, the show at Yokohama is shaping up. You look at the possibilities with the Cinderella tournament, which we're going to be talking about in a little bit more detail today. The It looks like it's going to be a very, very entertaining year. And uh, it's going to make our Stardomcast Awards 
a little bit more difficult, especially when it comes to picking show of the year and wrestler of the year and things like that. But I wouldn't have it any other way. So um, we did talk, of course, very, very briefly there about the Cinderella tournament. And that is why we're here today. It's our Bracketology episode for the Cinderella tournament. Now, just a couple of bits of housekeeping before we delve straight into this. The first bit is, as Matt alluded to near the start of the podcast, uh, Stardom World hasn't uploaded any of the shows um, that we thought we were going to have to do. So um, we are recording this on Tuesday the 21st. Um, We record our weekly episode on a Wednesday. There is simply no way um, that we are going to be able to watch any of the shows and have them reviewed for Wednesday. So um, if you're a patron, then on Thursday morning, as per usual, you'll get the episode, but it'll be a preview of New Blood Premium and of the Cinderella Tournament. Of course, if you aren't subscribed to our Patreon yet, um, why not join for a dollar? Um, and you will get yours on a Friday. But yeah, there's just there's just no way that we are going to be able to uh, watch the shows in time for the podcast tomorrow. So if they are uploaded tomorrow, fantastic. We'll get them watched and we'll talk about them the following week, but there's no way we'll be able to do it by tomorrow. Um, I think... <laughs> I think that was it. Let's uh, let's go. Oh, go on, real quick, buddy. I was you just reminded me today is the twenty first, which means it's the birthday of Momo Watanabe and one Tam Nakano. So uh, happy birthday, Momo and Tam. Of course, we know both avid listeners of the Stardom Cast. <laughs> Damn right, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so this year it's exactly the same as what we did last year. We're going to go through the brackets match by match, sort of give you our picks, and then we'll eventually have our winners of the 2023 Cinderella. Um, it differs slightly in two ways. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have basically created a template so that you can follow along with us um which i will try he says fingers crossed to link in the podcast description if you want to follow along and fill out your own brackets tag us on twitter we'd love to see what your bracket looks like um and also this year it's not just me matt and amber uh but kirsty has also um filled out a bracket which by sheer fluke actually has a legitimate contender as a winner and i have no idea how she's done it but there we are um that's the wonder of this thing and i swear to god if she performs better than me in this considering the amount of time i spend to do with stuff to do with stardom and she waltzes on moseys on in and does better by sheer fluke i will never hear the end of this I honestly, I can't begin to describe how much pressure there is on me to perform well here. You're not going to be able to enjoy the Cinderella tournament. I, I I watch any good wrestling, which is all the wrestling I watch. I just don't have time for anything bad in my life. But I watch any good wrestling, especially starting with a big smile on my face. You're going to be watching this like when you're watching England in the in the uh, the World Cup or whatever it was. Because I was trying to text you. you. You were angrily getting mad at me that the U.S. and England went to a draw. And I'm like, I didn't book this. Like, why are you being mad at me? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I said, I don't even know. I said, I don't think I can name three soccer players in the history of soccer. I'm like, you're, why am I getting, why am I getting heat for this? <laughs> you can definitely name the USA goalkeeper though, can't you? 
Oh, Matt Turner, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now, similar to last year, um, I haven't filled out my bracket deliberately because I wanted to do it on the podcast. Um, so uh, whatever you hear me doing and the umming and ahhing and the slow frustration building as I realize I've accidentally eliminated Micah or something like that um, will be real because uh, my bracket at the moment is completely empty. I know Matt has already filled his in. Kirsty's obviously already filled hers in. And Matt, I assume, has already filled his in. Or so he informed me. And what we'll do is yeah, uh, yes, we'll stick have. all of these on Twitter. And you can vote as to whether you think uh, the two of our partners who do not watch Stardom I've got a better shot of completing this than we do. Um, but now, Rob, Rob, real quick, but I know sometimes I influence you on the podcast and you have not filled anything out yet. So I just want to let you know this year, the C and Lady C might just stand for Cinderella. That's all I'm going to say, buddy. <laughs> if the great car C wins the Cinderella tournament, there it is. What a jerk. <laughs> there'll be some sort of punishment, 100%. Um, right. Let's start then. So get your pens, papers, and all that sort of jazz at the ready if you're filling in the bracket alongside us. And don't forget as well, on our Patreon, for everyone subscribed, whether it's the $1 tier, $3 tier, $5 tier, we are currently running a competition, a Cinderella tournament pickums, where you have the chance to win a whole raft of prizes. You've just got to name the winner, who you think are going to be the two finalists and who you think are going to be the four semi-finalists. And then as a tiebreaker, because I had to think of a tiebreaker off the top of my head, it's how many matches of these countless matches are going to go to a time limit draw or end in a double um, elimination. So it can be double DQ as well. That also counts. Um, right. So, uh, let's start with Utami Hayashishita versus Nene Takahashi. What we'll do is we'll go Amber, Kirsty. Um, we'll do me then. We'll, Matt, we'll have you last. The reason we'll do that is simply so that people can't accuse me of copying off you. <laughs> Gee, you says the former teacher. <laughs> says the former. That's why. That's what I'm thinking. So, Utami Hayashishita against Nene Takahashi. What has Amber got? Who? Has Amber got to be more precise? She's going with the Red Queen, you tell me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly what Kirsty's doing as well. She's uh, she's clearly a big, big uh, Queen's Quest fan, and uh, she's yeah, I like her already. <laughs> like her already. She's gone for you, Tommy. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go time limit draw. Whoa, right off the bat, folks. I just... He's not messing, he's not messing around. Mate, I cannot begin to tell you how much I need this. Um, I, I Don't overthink this, buddy. No, I can hear the stress in your voice already. Honestly, I, I can't deal <laughs> with this. Guy. This poor guy's going to be drinking a lot in the next six weeks. <laughs> just getting to the final, and it's Haddon versus Tomoka and Arbor, and I'm like, how has it come to this? Um, my 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 sole reasoning is that Nene has been built incredibly strongly, and to my knowledge, has I think only taken one pinfall since she's been back, and that was to Suri. So, I think you don't want Nene winning it, but also you want to keep her looking strong. I could see them going for Utami because that does set up a goddess of stardom 
championship title match a bit later, later on down the line. Um, if obviously seven up retained against the new eras in Yokohama. Um, but I think a time limit draw here keeps both women strong, and that is what stardom loves to do more than anything else in the entire world. So, uh, yeah, time limit draw. What about you, Matt? I have you, Tommy, as well. Nobody picking Nene. Um, I think you, Tommy's kind of somebody that actually has a really good shot at winning this. Because, and we'll get to this when I get to my final four, is, again, a lot of people think it's the winner that goes after the white belt, just because it's pretty much what's happened since 2018. Um, now, I know when Julie won in 2020, it's when Arissa got hurt, but I think she was going to be challenging Arissa for the white belt. Um, but uh, it is a wish. It's a wish that you get. And what if maybe this is the way that we get that uh, Utami Julia red belt match, which we know is going to come in Julia's reign because that's a big, big money match. So I think this might be, uh, you know, kind of way to start building it up. That's my theory on it. And I am plus I'm a fan of Queen's Quest, as you all know. So I have you, Tommy, going through into the next round. OK, um, uh, let's go. Let's make our way down that bracket, then that side of the bracket. And we have got Micah versus Momo Watanabe. So let's start with Amber again. What has Amber gone for? Who has Amber gone for? Amber voting with my heart here, maybe because she knows it's Momo's birthday and it's Momo March Madness. She picked one Momo Watanabe. Oh, and that does give her a second round match of Utami versus Momo Watanabe, which I don't think any of us would be disappointed with. Uh, Kirsty has gone for Micah, um, based on literally nothing, but has <laughs> has fluked her way to another great match. Um, I am, I think I'm also going to go for Micah. Um, I think we talked a little bit on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about where Micah and Himika stood. And then it was announced that Himika was retiring. Um, so rather than get Micah lost in the shuffle, um, I think a strong showing in the Cinderella could indeed be the way forward for her. Um, and that also, by the way, um, as a result of the time limit draw I booked in that first match, that does mean that Micah is into the quarterfinals straight away with a bye. Um, Matt, what about you? I am going with uh, Micah as well. So uh, if Momo wins, that'll be a big win for uh, Mrs. Turner over there. She will, I'll make sure she brags to because uh, she didn't do any social media, but I'll just let you know that she's bragging against all of us. <laughs> but yes, I, I have uh, I have Micah as well. Um, uh, Julia versus May Sakurai is the next match. Um, uh, what? Who was Amber gone for? Julia. <laughs> It's unsurprising, to be perfectly honest. I don't think you can say that there are locks in the Cinderella tournament. I'd argue that this could potentially be one. Uh, Kirsty's gone. Uh-oh. For... I know. Oh, what have I done? What have I done? May Sakurai, May Sakurai is going to pin the the lead of Earth faction with the oh, elbow drop. Imagine <laughs> if this go genuinely. If this was next year's tournament, I could see that happening and giving May Sakurai a shot at the red belt. But I just think it's come too early. I think it's come too early. I, I don't see uh, May Sakurai winning this. Kirsty's gone for Julia. No, don't get in your own head, Rob. I'm getting Julia as well. I was thinking, would they go double elimination on this? Like, this poor... folks, I might be asking for a new co-host of the Stardom Cast. Because now they have, car- <laughs> they have car- ca- cardiac arrest getting into the Yokohama show. This poor guy. I don't think I can <laughs> deal with guy. this. Matt. I don't think I can deal with it. 
Um, we're, only the, we're, only the, we're only picking the third match. The tournament didn't even start yet. You're already oh, giving yourself a heart attack. We've we got to do this drug. bracket yet. We said this last year. One of these years, we got to just get the, do this thing loaded. I think you'll enjoy it more. I think so. I think so. I don't think Kirsty should be a part of this anymore. The inherent <laughs> pressure that comes with attempting to beat a girl who doesn't watch the product. Um, <laughs> I, I have Julia as well, buddy. I have Julia as well. Yeah, it, it's on. As it get, again, I think. Further down the line, I could have seen them because they are hot on May Sakurai and they've done a far better job in the last... Well, since she's joined Donna Del Mondo, to be perfectly honest. They've done a better job of building her up and I think... I don't think she'd ever win the red belt, but I think she could compete and give a, a good account of herself in the next year or so. But yeah, I think it's come far too soon and they're certainly not going to have uh, Julia taking a clean pinfall loss to May Sakurai. I just don't see it. Um... Azumi versus Hazuki. This this in itself might be the toughest match to call out of the entire first round. You can really see either either one of these ladies winning the whole entire tournament. Obviously, Hazuki, we talked about we talked about, you know, where I think they're going with her. Uh, and especially coming off that probably the greatest white belt match of all time. Azumi is Azumi. She's terrific. And obviously she's got that match coming up against Mercedes Monet. Um, rumored to be coming up here in the uh, the next few weeks. So yeah, this is probably the match I'm looking forward to most in the first round of the tournament. But uh, my bride has picked Hazuki. Hazuki. Okay. Um, I believe Kirsty has plumped for Azumi. So uh, there we Ooh, go. The, gir- the girls are split. I will just say though, she's never seen her name written before and still did a better job pronouncing it than Mercedes <laughs> Monet. Um... <laughs> He's shooting, folks. Rob's on fire today, folks. Honestly, he must have slept good. This is what pressure does. Um, so, Azumi Hazuki, it's my turn. I'm going to go Hazuki as well. Um, simply because you, you you hit the nail on the head when you said that Azumi's already got this huge match potentially booked for Sakura Genesis, which I think is the either the 9th or the 8th of April. Um, so she's already getting that big exposure. I think were she not to have that rub coming up, I could potentially see her winning here, but I think the story is very much written for Hazuki to do well in this tournament. Um, and I think she goes over here. Good match. Um, I mean, they've shown what they can do in high-speed terms, but I think Hazuki wins this here. What about you? I'm in agreement with you and my bride, Hazuki wins. So if Azumi wins, then uh, Kirsty gets the uh, the bragging rights on this one. If Kirsty wins, I move out. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now he's up in the stakes, folks. This poor guy's gonna, he might be homeless by the time this tournament God, is not imagine? even over out of the first round. Jeepers. Well, we've done predictions for the last the last three Cinderella's. And my pick has gone out in the first round of the previous two. So I have a terrible try record in this. So we will see. I can't even remember who I voted to win the last tournament. Um, but I imagine it, it didn't come to fruition. Um, let's let's complete this sort of quarter of the bracket. So we'll stick with the, as you look at it, the top left-hand side. So... Amber at the moment has Utami versus Momo. Uh, who does she have going through to the quarterfinal? The uh, uh, she has Utami. Utami. Okay. 
Um, and Kirsty, sorry, I'm filling these in as we go. Kirsty has Utami as well. I have a buy, so it's Micah. Um, and Matt, you've got Utami versus Micah. Who do you see going through there? Well, both girls have Utami, and the both both guys have Micah. Go team us, buddy. Wow. Yeah. You know what that means. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know what that means. Um, I have just realized we've missed off a match at the bottom of this part of the bracket. I apologize. Mariah May versus Rena. Um, who does Amber have there? Mariah May. Mariah May. Uh, I think I have, and Kirsty has Mariah May as well, to be fair. Kirsty does have Mariah May. I'm going to go for Mariah May as well. Um, and Matt, I'm going to assume you're going Mariah May. I'm on a draft. No, Mariah May. <laughs> <laughs> I am intrigued. You always throw in a draw, so I'm looking forward to. I think I know where it might be. But... Yeah, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, um... I, t- I tell you what, you call it out when uh, when you get to when you get to to me. Who did you pick? You say, is this the match you have the time limit draft? Because I'm willing to bet you knowing me as well as you do that I think you're going to nail it. Okay, let. I'm intrigued now because I'm probably going to bodge this, but we'll we'll uh, we'll look. So at much. This. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm putting even more pressure on I'm you. Just poor guy. Honestly, I've had to strip <laughs> like layers. Splitting. I'm oh, it's like that scene out of airplane, man. Um, <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> oh my god, this podcast is going off the rails. Um, Julia versus Hazuki is the match that Amber has. Um, who does she have going through there? Hazuki. Hazuki. I think this tournament, like, I know that I've just said that, um, and Kirsty has Julia. I think when I've just said that, obviously, you don't want Julia taking a clean pinfall, I should quantify that because with there being over the top disqual, over the top eliminations as well, you can afford to slip the odd surprise in. I still don't think May Sakurai will go over Julia, but I do think that Hazuki could. I think it's not out of the realms of possibility for Hazuki to pin Julia clean, um, but you don't really want to do that with your red belt champion, and a safe way to do that and still have them looking strong is over the top rope elimination, and that's why I'm going for Hazuki. And Matt? I agree with, I agree as well, sir. I have Hazuki going on to the next round, and I think that would be a nice little wrinkle in the story, the fact that Hazuki had pinned Julia in night one of the five-star and eliminator in the Cinderella tournament. And that's always something that they can just light a little bit of a spark if they want to go to, whether it's a title match or whether it's just like, yeah, we need a big match at a Cork and Hall show. Here you go, Julia versus Suzuki. I'm like, I'm all in. So uh, they can go back to that. But yeah, I think I, I, Julia's not going to be the pinfall here in this tournament regardless, but I think it's going to be over the top. But yeah, I have Suzuki going through on to the next round. Okay, well, we also have Hazuki versus Mariah May in the only second round. Oh, no, sorry, the sort of third round matchup. It's a weird bracket, and you'll see if you're following along. Um, Hazuki versus Mariah May for your darling wife. What has Amber put? Hazuki. Hazuki. I'm starting to see a pattern here. Um, Kirsty has gone with Julia because she had Julia over Mariah May. Um, and... Hmm. Now, in my head, whilst I was doing this, whilst I was at work, I way to go, buddy! Way to way to get work done. You're, like, you're as good as me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Rob, you're doing these contracts, absolutely. <laughs> um, I do do my work, folks. Um, now, I did sort of think Mariah May would go quite far in this tournament, 
But I also thought the Azumi Hazuki match was higher up on the um, bracket, so they wouldn't face off as soon. I just. Uh... Mm. I'm going to go Azuki. I, wa- I, I was thinking. Th- I mean, I'm, I'm basing this solely on the fact that they did put the Cinderella gown on Tony Storm in 2017. I mean, she also won the five star that year as well. So they're not scared of doing this for Gaijins. Um, do I think Mariah May is ready for a white belt match or to win a tournament? Probably not quite. Give it three or four months. I'd say yes. You know, looking at some of those, you know, where we had King of Midsummer last year, maybe there, um, but not at the moment. And again, I feel like there's more of a story with Hazuki in this tournament. Um, Matt, who have you got? I have a Hazuki. Okay, and that leaves us with one match each left in this top left-hand side of the bracket. So Amber has got Utami versus Hazuki. Who's she got going through to the semifinals? Hazuki. Hazuki. I can see where your wife's is going. Um, Kirsty has got the Red Queen herself, Utami Hayashista, making her way to the semi-final. Ah, oh, I could so see this being a double elimination, Hazuki versus Micah. Um, uh, I'm going to go Hazuki. I'm going to play Wow, look at that. Look at that. I, I don't know if I reiterated this at the beginning of the podcast, but me and my wife did not fill out these tournament brackets uh, at the same time. Actually, whenever we do any predictions on anything, it's very adamant that we have to leave the room because uh, she does not want <laughs> to be influenced anything at all uh, by what. And I filled mine out on a Sunday, and then she filled out hers out last night. And I, I was telling Rob when I got on the air, uh, as soon as I walked in, she goes, here's my bracket. And I only looked at her final four. And I was very intrigued, again, by who she has winning the right side of the bracket. So, And I, I think everybody's going to pop. Going to pop. Especially our listeners are going to pop. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of Huzuki love. And that's a, that bracket on the top left, I mean, you have, you know, Utami, former Red Bell champion. Nene, former Red Bell champion. You know, Micah, top of the card. Momo, arguably the greatest white belt champion of all time. You have Julia, the Red Bell champion. May Sakurai, the most dangerous finisher in all of wrestling. Uh, Azumi and Huzuki, you know. <laughs> Two fantastic wrestlers, and then Mariah May is kind of like the the wild card, which a lot a lot of our listeners have uh, told me they have her going pretty far in the tournament. So it's a uh, this left hand of the bracket is very very interesting. Absolutely, and I assume that that means that you have got Hazuki going over Micah as well. Yes, sir. So uh, of that top corner of the bracket, Amber has Hazuki going through. Kirsty has Utami. And then me and Matt have also got Hazuki. So Hazuki, our first semi-finalist, apart from Kirsty, who's got Utami, which is not a bad shout. Let's move down and complete this right-hand side of the this left-hand side of the bracket. Sorry, as we look at it. So we start with Suri versus God's Eye teammate Tomoka Inaba. Amber, who has she gone for, Matt? She's going with uh, Shiri unsurprising considering what you said at the start of the podcast as is Kirsty, as am i and matt i assume you are not going to be different you're also going to go shuri 
And the over of kicks is over 15 in this match, which will put a smile on my heart, sir. It w- it, this would be quite a cool way for Suri to put over Tomoka and Arba. Like, I don't think Inaba wins. But, you know, if they were to do like a time limit draw, it'd be quite a cool way of setting Inaba up. Um, but I don't think we'll do that. I think Suri's going to win. I think she's also going to do spoiler quite strongly in this tournament. Um, we've then got Momo Kogo versus Saki Kashima. Will... Momo be able to persuade Zaki to rejoin Stars and embrace that way of life once more? Probably not. Um, Amber, who has she got? She's uh, Saki. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Kirsty, I believe, has Momo Kogo. Kirsty does have Momo Kogo. Um, I'm also going to go Saki Kashima because roll ups. <laughs> that, that's pretty much my uh, that's pretty much my mo with Saki. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I have Saki too, and I think this is going to be like the dark horse match of the first round. It'll probably go like three or four minutes, but I think it sets up Shiri versus Saki, and just you never know what's going to happen. Like, don't blink. You're either going to get violence or Shiri's going to get rolled up. So I think that'll make for an interesting second round match. But yeah, I'm in agreement with you and Amber that uh, Saki Kashima gets the win here. Um, we then move on to now, this is one of two matches that I think could be Matt's time limit draws. Um, so. We're going to go with Saya Kamatani versus Mayu Iwatani. Um, Amber, what does she say? She has Mayu. Mayu. Okay. Kirsty has Saya Kamatani. Uh, obviously a big fan of Saya's white belt work. Um, now. Mm, I mean, a Mayu win could potentially set up a white belt defense. But that is also assuming that Saya Kamatani holds on to the belt against Mina Shirakawa, which when I'm not 100% sure she will. Um, also, it's spoiler, by the way, guys, um, on Twitter at the Yamaguchi show, I believe it was, Mayu has said that she wants the winner of whoever's got the IWGP Women's Championship by that point, she wants them at Yokohama. So they could have the white belt match in the bank, I suppose. Um, I'm going to go Mayu Iwatani. Okay. Um, you mentioned about a minute ago, sir, that you think this is one of two matches I have for time limit draft. You're half correct. I only have one match for time limit draw, which is it is this match. It is. Uh, I have this match. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to go to a time limit draw or double over the top rope with Sai just being crazy and Mayu being crazy and clumsy. I can see uh, both of them eliminating each other. Uh, regardless, I just don't see a winner here. Um, I think Starman's done a great job putting on these really good, fantastic first round matches to draw people in the building and to get pay per view buys. Um, but I think this one's going to go to a draw. Yeah. Um, I don't think either woman really loses anything by losing no. this match, especially if it's especially over the top rope. You can't possibly the clumsiest person in the entire company. Um, and Saya Kamatani, it's not like she hasn't had a push. And she won the tournament two years ago. So, I mean, I know Mayu's won it twice. So, um, But, yeah, I feel like a double elimination will probably fit this quite well. I'm only going for Mayu because of bias. Um, We've got then, and this is where, obviously, I know everyone's bracket is going to be slightly, 
slightly odd because we've still got, of the 36 women announced for this tournament, we still don't know who two of them are. So at the moment, they're still X and double X. So who knows who they are going to be? We are assuming that one of them is going to be maybe Wakasukiyama. I've been reliably informed after our last episode that it's not Fua. Fua has only been announced for the Yokohama show, not the Cinderella tournament. Um, so it could maybe be Konami. It could be Unagi's one. That's Unagi's been one that's gets uh, been come up a lot on my Twitter feed in the last twenty four hours. So that's a possibility as well. Unagi Sayaka is certainly a shout. Um, I doubt it'll be someone like Hashimoto. Obviously, you isn't on this. I am um, not in this. No, no, I will not be. You are no, not. In I would love. I did not get the call. I would love to wrestle Lady C. I think we'd have a fantastic As match. We know. Yes. The-, the graphics already made, <laughs> mate. <laughs> World climax from a year ago. I forgot. Uh, I'll just tell you full disclosure, Rob. Just because me and Amber had this conversation, we don't know who the X's are. So we just we put the we put Hina and Lady C through just because it's just we don't know who they are. We don't know who they're going against. I mean, it, I mean, if you have X, you know, I'm just going to pick X to win, and then they have to wrestle either Mayu or Sayakamatani. So uh, I'm sure that one of the Xs are going to win, but just for the sake of not going crazy, pulling this bracket out, considering the fact that you, sir, are already going crazy. So we figured we'd calm it down a little. So uh, yeah, Amber and I are just going to let you know that we we have uh, Lady C and Hina going through, just because we, it's you know, it's the big, it's the, I would say it's the question mark, but it's really the X mark. See what I did there. Oh, mate, honestly, fantastic. <laughs> um, well, Kirsty, just to thrash my head just a little bit more, has decided that X is going to win. Um, whole thing? I've, I've gone lady. Oh, no, no, I, I don't think I could have dealt with that. Um, you're not taking it seriously. Um, no, I've gone for uh, I've gone for Lady C as well. Um, whoever this X is... I don't know. I don't feel like you can probably properly get a uh, a feel for it if you don't know who it is. So just safe bet, put Lady C through. Um, so looking at these second round matchups, we have got uh, Amber has got Suri versus Saki. Who she got going through? Suri. Suri makes sense. Uh, I think all of us actually have got. Oh no, Kirsty hasn't. She's got Suri going through against Momo Kogo though. I've got Suri going through. Oh, actually. Mm. Oh, geez, folks. <laughs> There's been a story between Saki and Suri, though, hasn't it? It's only there? the Cinderella. It's not that big of a deal if you get beat in the Cinderella. Like, I'm not downplaying the tournament. It's just kind of like, you know, you were, we're saying, well, you know, the Red Belt champion last year at this time was uh, was, uh, was Shiri. And I even forgot who she got eliminated by. I think she was like Micah or Himika, like in a double double elimination and that person never got a title shot so sometimes they follow up sometimes they don't but i understand you're uh it's a possibility and i think that that's what stardom is trying to do is they're going to try to get you on the hook here to try to make you think that saki's going to win and that's where you're at right now in your train of thought aren't you sir no uh <laughs> i'm just thinking like they've done this sort of saki being scared of suri and suri has always been on the winning side Apart from in the five star when Saki won. Mm, do I go safe or do I do I go Saki? 
Oh, this is so much harder than I, I thought think, it was folks. Be this if one. you're at home, take a shot of sake uh, for Rob because I think he needs it. <laughs> I think he needs it. Ah, uh, I mean, no, I'm gonna go safe. Siri, I think Siri goes through. Matt, who do you? Have? I'm with you on that one, buddy. And I know normally we normally oh. we say that. Uh, yeah, Siri. I know normally when we agree with something, it means we're wrong. But we have Amber agreeing with us as well, and she's, you know, she's my good luck charm. And uh, you can you yeah. please let her know that, you know, she's not on social media. But if you ever see her out and about, just be like, hey, hey Matt said you're the good luck charm on the podcast. Can you score me some brownie points? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's fill out this end bit then. So uh, Amber has got Mayu Wutani versus Lady C. Mayu. Mayu makes sense. Um, Kirsty has gone for a shock victory of X over Saya Kabatani. My goodness. Um, I, I honestly, she knows something we don't, man. She really does. Um, and then I've got Mayu versus Lady C. And much as I would love the great Carsey to deliver that tree bomb, a brain chop, and get the three counts, I just I don't see it. So uh, Mayu going through there for me. And Matt, who have you got? Um, oh, you've got Lady C through anyway. because I'm going to draw. Absolutely. Yep, because of the bye. Wow. C stands for Cinderella, brother. And that leaves us then with our second semi-final spot. So Amber has got Suri versus Mayu. Who's she got going through there? She's voting with your heart on this one, brother. She's got the icon. Mayu going through into the semi-finals. Okay. That's not a bad shout, to be fair. Um, we've then got Kirsty, who's gone for Suri. Suri finally ending the reign of terror of X. So she's actually managed to get Utami versus Suri in the semi-final of the Cinderella completely by fluke. I think that's what Amber did last year. I think that was her semi-final or final. We're like, how the hell did she figure that one out? We didn't. <laughs> I would love her to come on the podcast and explain her reasoning behind it. But I have a feeling that her reasoning behind it would just be random in it. So we we won't spoil the uh, the magic or the majesty around it. Um, I'm game Mayu Utani as well because I think there is there's this thing around the IWGP Women's Championship at the moment with Mayu challenging Mercedes Monet uh, or you know, whoever holds the belt come um, the end of April. And Hazuki said she wants a shot as well. So, I don't know. Having them face each other in the Cinderella tournament semi-final, I think, would be a good shout. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we will see. Um, Matt. What about I have you? Shuri versus Lady C. What did I see say the C stands for? Calm down. She's not winning this one. I have Shuri, <laughs> a little, little misdirect. I have Sherry going through to the semifinals. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. I would be thrilled. I would never be so happy to be wrong. Again, I'm married almost 11 years. I'm wrong at least five times a day. I would not, I'd be like, chuck that one up. I'll take Lady C going to the pay per view. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we'll do is we'll leave our finalists till the end. We'll move across to the other bracket and get all our semi-finalists locked in before we uh, before we talk of any finals and winners. So the right hand side of the bracket, we start at the top. And Amber Starlight Kid versus Haruka Umasaki. Who does she have? Uh, she has Starlight Kid. Okay, I imagine that's going to be where everyone is going, or Starlight Kiff as I've typed into that there. Um, Kirsty has also gone for Starlight Kid. I'm also going for Starlight Kid. And Matt, are you the same by yeah, any chance? Yeah, is that the only one that all four of us have the same? Um, I think in the first round, I think so. 
I think you might be right. Um, which means, of course, that Hiroko <laughs> is going to win in three minutes. Um, next one, we have got Amisori versus Yuna Mizumori. Will Pineapple Passion be able to topple the future of Stardom Champion? What does Amber, Amber say? Amber says the pineapple is getting chopped down, brother. She's got Amisori. Wow. Interesting. So Amisori through to the second round. Kirsty also has Amisori going through. I'm going to go differently. I'm going to go Unamizamori. Oh, Rob, you know I love you, buddy, but you're three to one on this one. I mean, Amisori needs future of stardom champion um, challenges. I have no idea if Unamizamori actually qualifies to fight Amisori. I don't do that much research, apparently. But in my head, she is able to challenge. So why not? Why not? Why not go for it? Um, I think it's a good way to set up a challenge for Ami. Um, but yeah, so I'm on my own on that. But I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, next, we move on to Himika versus Tam Nakano. Obviously, um, we've got Himika who will be retiring come the end of April. Um, so... I'd be surprised if anyone has Himika going through this match. What does Amber well, say? You're going to be surprised, buddy, because she has Himika going through this match. Um, I did try to let her know. I was like, hey, you know, I know I'm not supposed to influence you, but she is retiring. And she's like, well, maybe it'd be nice to have her get a first round win over. And I'm like, you just say that because you don't like Tam. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently uh, great minds think alike because Kirsty's also wow. got Himika going through. <laughs> I think me and you know where we sat on this one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Tam Nakama. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Tam. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, I could see that one going to a double elimination. Um, we've then got what could be a really difficult one, Ruwaka versus Natsukatora, just to round out this final, this third sort of quarter of the bracket. Um, I see this as being... I could see Ruwaka getting through here. What's Amber say? Amber's got Ruwaka, and the, her reasoning behind it is uh, the same reason... Well, I guess I'm going to show my card here. Uh, the same reason I had behind it, because she watched that Cork and Hall main event, and uh, she was like, well, the wrestler, her wrestling was really good, but that Cork and Hall crowd was so into her, so capitalize off the momentum and put Ruwaka through. Yeah, I've got Ruwaka as well, as has Kirsty. That's all four, um, of, so, four of us. Wow, look at this. Of all, of all <laughs> the matches we've done, Ruwaka versus Natsukatora is the one that we all agree I'm on. Kid. Um, and Kid. I like Kid and Yumasaki. And yeah. Starlight Kid, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with your reasoning. Um, I think... Tora's great. I think after that tag match, there is a lot of upside to Ruwaka. Obviously, you know, she's still young. And I feel like we could give her just a little mini push towards um just up the card a little bit. Not, you know, not dangerously close to Y Belt or Red Belt territory, but you know, sort of getting her up there because the improvement's been great and like you say what a star making performance at Corican Hall on uh, the 10th of March um, we move on then to Starlight Kid versus Ami Suri which Amber has who does she have there Matt? Good. Starlight Kid um, I believe Kirsty has also got Starlight Kid she does um, I'm also going Starlight Kid to go over Pineapple Yuna Mizumori 
And Matt, I'm going to assume you're going Starlight Kid. As well. SLK, you betcha. There we go. We're all confident of a dominant run by uh, Starlight Kid. Um, we've then got uh, Himika versus Ruaka from Amber. Who's she got going over Himika there? Himika with another win here. Himika with another win. Are we going to see the Jumbo Cinderella Princess? Um, Kirsty also has Himika going over. Um, I We've got Tam and Ruaka. Um, I'm going to go Tam. Um, I, I don't see Ruaka beating Tam unless oh, we could have a wet tie shenanigans. We've seen it before. We saw Mayu literally being wrenched off the apron by uh, by a weather tie two years ago. So it might. Happen. Yeah, all eight members. Um, like all eight members. How the ref didn't see it blows my mind. It's like I get it. Just yeah, yeah absolutely. Ridiculous. It'd be one thing if like you know Tam's on the apron or like Mayu is on the apron and like somebody ducked down like Starlight Kid because she's all of like five foot one ducks down like pulls on her leg to like have her trip and like. Really, eight members. Anywho, uh, yeah, I have uh, Tam getting going through here. Do I have Tam or do I go Rua? No, no, don't be silly, Rob. Come on. Do you not know what's at stake, Rob? Come on, have a think. Um, so Amber's quarterfinal is Starlight Kid versus Himika. Who does she have advancing to the semifinals? Starlight Kid. Starlight Kid, um, which I believe at the moment makes it, yeah. Three for three, because me and Kirsty have said Starlight Kid is making her way through there. Um, Matt, are you going to make it four for Team four? Team Tam all the way, brother. Team Tam oh. all the way. And I'm going to give my reasoning behind my final four once uh, once we get there. Not that not that yeah. I need to like say why Tam's going to go to the final four. Come on, it's it's the Twilight Dream. It's Tam, you know. Because you're a massive sucker. That, that that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's move on then. So, so far, just so uh, you can keep a little bit of a score, uh, Amber's semi-finalists are Hazuki, Mayu Watani, and Starlight Kid. Kirsty has got Yutami Hayashishita, Suri, and Starlight Kid. I've got Hazuki, Mayu Watani, and Starlight Kid. And Matt has got Hazuki, Suri, and Tam Nakano because he just has to be different. Um, we move on then to our final quarter of the bracket. And that first match sees Mirai and Hannon. And this is where I think your wife could potentially impress me with her bracket. Who's she got going over here? Yeah, I'm, I think everybody's looking forward to this match. I think this is match is going to be great. She has uh, last year's winner going through here into the next next round, Mirai. Mirai. She disappoints me. She disappoints me. Um, Kirsty's also gone for Mirai. Um, uh, oh, I mean, you just want to have another match where you can hear Hanan's theme song, and that's there's nothing wrong with that, brother. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean it's a Cinderella tournament. Mirai won it last year. Does she need the rub of winning, like going through here, especially when we've got things like over the top rope elimination? she's already in a big match at Yokohama but a match like this and getting through could make Hannon at the same time you eliminate last year's winner in the first round I mean there's no wrong answer I mean this would yeah I mean at the, again at the same time Hannon who won you know you know that she's going to get pushed rightfully so she's fantastic uh good great music or not please don't change your theme stardom um but uh yeah this would be a big feather in the cap if she was to eliminate last year's winner in the first round I mean, 
Sayakamatani, did she? Oh, she went through by she went through by a bye and then got eliminated with a double, um, some sort of double elimination with Micah. Um, yeah, they, they like power bomb yeah. each other or some crazy like that. Create some crazy apron finish. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that they could do it. Do you know what? Sod it. I'm going for Good for you, buddy. You take that risk because you're the only one. I got Mariah as well. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Um, we move on then. Uh, obviously, the top person in that bracket is going to bypass this uh, sort of round of second round matches. So uh, she will make it through automatically to the quarterfinal. So for... Um, Amber, Kirsty, and Matt. That is Mariah. For me, that is Hannon. Um, let's do um, Sayurida versus Miu Amasaki. Uh, Matt, who is Amber going? Sayurida. Sayurida. Okay, it's nice to see Sayurida get a bit of a rub. Um, Kirsty has also gone for Sayurida, as have I. Because it's Sayurida and she's brilliant. Uh, Matt, who have you gone for? Four for four for Sayurida. Get in. So Sayurida. I've said, what am I talking about? Ignore what I said about Mirai going through automatically. Please ignore me because that's nonsense. Um, because there's another matchup literally there. Um, so ignore me. Um, Natsupoy and Mina Shirakawa. This was the other one I thought could have been your time limit draw. Um because initially I was like, Mina Shirakawa was winning the Cinderella tournament, 100%. But now that they've announced her for Yokohama, um, taking on Sayakamatani for the white belt, I'm like, mm, yeah, she's probably not going to win it this year now. So um, we'll see. Um, what's Amber said? Yeah, that's a play. Big fan of that. She used she? to be, yeah. That's was her favorite wrestler until she joined Cosmic Angels. <laughs> <laughs> And I literally had somebody on our Discord say, well, you, isn't your wife a big fan of Natsupoy? Like two weeks after she turned, I was like, no, she hates her because she joined Tam. And then I forget what it was. Like, you need to divorce your wife. I said, if you live with my wife, you'd know why I would never, ever, ever leave her. <laughs> but I appreciate your passion for Natsupoy. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Hmm. Natsupoy, did she make it through to the semi-final a couple of years ago? I think she did, didn't she? Did she go through to the semi-final last year? No, the semi-final was uh, Hazuki versus Koguma. And, oh, wait, was it Mina and... Oh, Natsupoy yeah, Mirai. Natsupoy Mirai, that's right. You're right, sir. That doesn't mean anything. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't... <laughs> I mean, Mina won their match at the five-star as well, so... Oh, do we have a time limit draw there? Yeah, we do. Time limit draw, both eliminated. Says you. <laughs> Says me. Uh, um, Mina Shirakawa. Mina right. Shirakawa, sir. Okay, I just think she's already got the tournament. Uh, she's already got the white belt match. I don't think she needs Shirakawa. Can't spell Shirakawa. Like <laughs> Honestly, the stress is getting. To I can tell. <laughs> it's like upside down typing. This is this is <laughs> one that we should have done for a video. 
That's the one we should look for video. Rob's sweating like he's in the desert, like running 100 miles an hour. Oh, God. I, d- I don't think anyone needs to see that, trust me. Um, Kogama versus Tekla, then. Uh, Amber, who does she Tekla. have? Yeah, I think Kirstie's gone for Kogama. Uh, the bear to reign supreme over the spider. Um, as we know, of course, bears are bigger than spiders, but spiders are poisonous. So I am also going for Tekla. Yes, that is my love reasoning. it. This is the best podcast uh, ever. <laughs> and Matt, this is know. the only match that I had my pick and then crossed it out. I originally picked uh, uh, Kagama because I, or Kogama, Kagama, Kogama, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just because I thought, well, you know, she made the finals last year, but I thought, you know, they're, I think they're going to push Tekla. I know Tekla in a press conference did say if she wins the Cinderella tournament, she wants to bring back the SWA championship. I don't think they're going to do that, but I think it's something that's kind of be in the back of everybody's mind. So I do have Tekla going through to the next round. I'm glad they haven't just forgotten about that championship because Jesus Christ, that's what it's looked like. Um, so Amber's gone for Hina because obviously the last match on this side of the bracket is Hina versus Double X. Um, pardon me, Kirsty's gone for Hina. I've gone for Hina, and Matt, I'm assuming you've gone for Hina. Yes, sir. Okay. So, moving on then. Um, Amber, Marai versus Saya Ida. Who does she have? Saya Ida. <gasps> Gorilla power. Love it. Um, Kirsty has gone for Marai over Saya Ida. Um, I'm getting Hanan over Saya Ida. Wingori implodes. Um, I, if you look on the totem pole of stars, Hanan is higher than Sayurida at the moment. Okay. And I think this could be... To get through to the quarterfinals, I think would be great rub for Hanan. I think it would be a good little elevation from where she's been. Obviously, she won the Future Star Championship, had a great run with it. Most successful tile defenses in a single reign with the belt. Um Lost it, obviously, to Amisori, and now it's a case of, right, so where are you going to go next? I think a good run in the Cinderella is a good next step. Um, however, I am the only one, apparently, of the four of us that thinks that. So, uh, Mirai versus Sayurida, Matt? Uh, Mirai. Yeah, it does make sense, doesn't it? And the more I think about it, the more I'm talking myself out of it, but it's fine. Um, we have got Amber then. So, our next second round is Natsupoi versus Tekla. Um, who has Amber got? Amber has uh, Tekla. Tekla, yeah. Natsupoi, that cosmic angel's turncoat. Um, Kirsty also has Natsupoi. Kirsty has Natsupoi on going quite the run. Um, uh, obviously, I've got Tekla because we've got a bye in the match above it. Um, and Matt, you've got Mina Shirakawa versus Tekla. I'm assuming that you're going to go for the Venus. Yes, Mina Shirakawa. Okay, we're we're nearing crunch time here, guys. We're going to find our winners very, very shortly. Um, so Amber's got Tekla versus Hina. Who's she got? She has Tekla. Okay. Um, Kirsty has Mirai versus Natsupoi. Have I just spoiled that? No, no, she's got Natsupoi going through over Hina. Um, I've got Tekla going over Hina. Um and Matt, you have got Mina Shirakawa versus Hina. I'm I'm going to assume Mina Shirakawa. No disrespect at all to uh, to Hina. No, this would be uh, Hina versus Tekla, right? The bottom bottom of the bracket isn't the winner of Kagama versus Tekla versus Hina versus XX. 
Yeah, but you said you had Mina Shirakawa going over Tekla. Yeah, I did. You just said something with... No, it's it's the bottom bracket. Isn't it the winner of Hina versus... Or Hina versus the winner of Tekla versus Kagama? Nope. Oh, am I looking at that wrong? I guess I am. Yeah, I have I have Mina. Okay, so Mina's through to the quarterfinal. Um, we've then got our little matchup to try and get to uh, our last semi-finalist. So Amber has got Sayurida versus Tekla. Who has she got going through? Sayurida. No! I told you. I Amazing! Told you. She got Sayurida going through. Unbelievable. Oh, amazing. That's the best. Um, That's going to pop everybody. Everybody at home is they always complaining. Poor Sai Eater. Just a fantastic wrestler. Just always gets the short end of the stick. Amber says, heck no. I'm putting the gorilla through to the semifinals. Get in. Thoroughly deserved. Um, Kirsty's gone for Mirai. Mirai over Natsupoi. Oh, crap. I've got Hannon versus Tekla. Who do I pick there? Um, you pushing Tekla through. I really am. I do like Tekla. Tekla's great, but I don't know. I've got a feeling about Hannon this year. Do you know what? I'm getting Hannon. Wow. Look at you. Hannon. Look at you. Hannon in the semifinals. Um, and then you've got Mirai versus Mina Shirakawa. Uh, Mina. Mina. Okay, so let's just pause for a second as I remember how to spell Shirakawa. There we go. Um, so, just to recap, our semi-finalists, we have got Hazuki, Mayu Iwatani, Starlight Kid and Saya Ida for Amber. For Kirsty, we've got Yutami, Siori, Starlight Kid and Mirai. For someone who's never watched Stardom and has no interest in wrestling at all, she's done quite well there. There's no, like, outrageous picks in that semi-final. Unlike um, you, you're panning. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Just, Matt. <laughs> you don't understand that. Um, I've overthought it. Um, Hazuki, Mayu Iwatani, Starlight Kid, and Hanan for me. Uh, um, and Matt has got Hazuki, Siori, Tam Nakano, obviously, and Mina Shirakawa. And that has become very obvious why you have chosen those to go through because your semi-final is going to be Tam versus Well, Mina. yes, not only that, but again, let me explain why. This is, if, if I'm assuming they're going to do the format they, they, they've done the previous few years, is the pay-per-view is going to be the semi-finals, the finals, and a whole bunch of stacked matches. So if you take a look at my semi-finals, you have Hazuki versus Shiri, which is just because basically you have the most violent wrestler in the history of stardom, which is Shiri. Some people may be saying, no, it's Hazuki. I'm going to say it's Shiri because she has legit MMA experience. And Hazuki, who never takes a night off when it's like, you, you take a Shiri or a Momo or a Julia, who are all violent wrestlers, and be like, yeah, we're in this random eight-person match in front of 400 people. There's uh, four minutes, so uh, yeah, do your thing. And you know, those wrestlers may be like, ah, I may take it a little easy. I may put my opponent over, where Hazuki's like, I have 11 seconds to hurt somebody? Absolutely. So you know that match between Shuri and Hazuki is going to be crazy. And then you have Tam and Mina, and it's like you basically have almost the Cosmic Angels. We know it's going to explode. Mina already has her own faction going within Cosmic Angels, very similar to what Tam did a few years ago with having the Cosmic Angels uh, in with stars. So you have that storyline uh, you know, in, involved 
going in. And then regardless of however the finals go, it's going to be a great final. And if you add, Rob, say you add in a Julia title defense, whether it's Konami, whether you wrap up the story with Mayuguki, or and then maybe say you add the prominence versus uh, Queen's Quest artist match. So say you put those two title matches on, plus the semifinals and finals, that's going to be a heck of a pay-per-view. Now, as you alluded to a few weeks ago, that the winner does not get a white belt shot. They get one wish. So what if, and we saw it on this past week's shows, what if if Tam going, the, the press conferences leading up to this, Tam says her wish, because she's already getting her title shot, Yokohama, her wish is to have a hair versus hair match versus Julia. What if Mina says her wish is if she wins, it's something to do with like the Phoenix Splash with her match versus Sayakamatani. Sherry's whole big thing is maybe she will go for the white belt, considering the fact that, hey, look at the prestige I raised up with the red belt. Let me do that for the white belt. And then obviously Hazuki's whole thing is she wants to go back for the white belt. So you can literally have all these stories intertwining with the wish coming up as well. So I think that would be, uh, that's my reasoning for my final four. There's some outrageous, uh, what's it, like the fact that they're going completely against tradition. But I do like the idea of, rather than it just being called, you know, basically always defaulting to a tile shot, I've always liked the idea that this wish could be anything. That's why I was so drawn to Tekla and the whole, I'm going to bring back the SWA belt if I win. You know, I like that. Um, I don't think it'll happen. Um, if I'm being brutally honest, um, but I do like the amount of thoughts that you've clearly put into your wrong predictions. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I deserve that. I deserve that for being the jerk. And you put you did deserve first, that. You just volleyed that right back, brother. Absolutely. Well played, <laughs> Mr. Goodwin. Well played. <laughs> so let's move on to what will be the four, three matches at the pay-per-view, the two semis and the finals. I'm just making a couple of editings to the uh, brackets because I realised I've spelt Starlight Kid, Starlight Mid throughout the entire thing because of bloody autocorrect. Um, so, Matt, let's start with Amber. So, Amber has got Hazuki versus Mayu Iwatani in the first semi-final. Who is she going... Who has she got going over? Hazuki. Interesting. I think that's... Uh, Probably the right way to go. Kirsty has Utami Hayashishta going over Suri, which isn't necessarily a bad shout. No, I, um, I said before that might be her way to get her red belt match against Julia, maybe sometime in the summer. Oh yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Um, I'm getting Hazuki over Mayu Watani. Um and Matt, you have got Hazuki versus Suri. Fans win. Uh, Hazuki. So we got three people. Wow. We have three of the four of us have Azuki going to the finals. It feels right. I mean, honestly, had Mina share, I mean, I've, I've been very, very clear from very early this year that, in fact, I think I might have said it when she re-debuted with, re-debuted, when she came back from the injury with Zaya Brookside and Mariah May. I think I said on that podcast that... I thought Mina Shirakawa was a shoo-in for the Cinderella. Um, but obviously, with that match now being announced, I don't see her then winning the Cinderella because it's pointless. She's already got a title match. So, who's the next story about? 
there's two people in my mind. Obviously, we are focusing on the white belt. The Cinderella tournament tends to focus on the white belt, of course, as Matt has already said. They might go against tradition. Um, they've certainly gone against tradition with this bloody blocking system for the tournament. So uh, why not with the why not with the wishes? Um, but again, you need to look at who the story is for, in my opinion, anyway. Um, Matt, you've got Hazuki. I've got Hazuki. Kirsty's got Utami, and Amber's got Hazuki. So we've got our second semi-final. Uh, Kurt, no, Amber has got Starlight Kid versus Sayida, who she got going through. Starlight Kid. Sorry, folks. Star- the Cinderella journey ends there for Sayida. <laughs> The Gorilla Dream ends today. I love it. That would be a good t-shirt to sell at that venue. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Kirstie's got Starlight Kid going through as well. So she's got a Utami Hayashista and Starlight Kid final. Amber has got a Hazuki and Starlight Kid final. I have also got a Hazuki and Starlight wow, Kid final. You and my wife are on the same page, brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I'm going, ooh, Matt's got Hazuki and no you, you didn't ask me yet i know that's okay. why i'm leaving the polls so mina, mina <laughs> versus cam as much as it breaks my heart if you remember about it was a day or two after we did the uh the tournament the bracket last year i sent you a text message and i said i just realized i think tam's gonna win the cinderella tournament can you imagine tam with a cinderella dress on the cover of weekly pro wrestling magazine that's gonna sell so many copies do you remember it's about a year ago so i highly doubt you remember the you literally sent me a text back about 30 seconds later when you said that's a good possibility however how many issues of weekly pro wrestling weekly magazine is everybody gonna buy or is are you gonna buy and i said that's a very good point (laughs) a very good point uh this, this one was a tough one for me to pick but i think um, it'd be more of a boost to have Mina go over Tam here to really, really springboard Mina into that main event role and really, dra- you know, make a bigger crack into the Cosmic Angels. So I have a Hazuki Mina final. How much has it killed you to say that? Just out of interest? I like Mina quite a bit, so it's soften the blow. <laughs> soften the blow. <laughs> soften the soften blow the a blow, little bit. Yeah. Okay, why am I having such a problem spelling Shirakawa today? Because you're probably probably sweating over there, like all sorts of crazy, because you're so worried. (laughs) That's what it is, and honestly, I was was fairly happy with who I'd got as my winner, and now I'm like, oh my god, I I don't know, I don't know. Um, Right, so, just to recap, our finalists, so Amber has got Hazuki versus Starlight Kid. Kirsty has got Utami Hayashishta versus Starlight Kid. I have got Hazuki versus Starlight Kid. And Matt has got Hazuki versus Mina Shirakawa. Um, I don't know if his Tam fandom will survive this, but that is what he's got. Moment of truth, guys. Moment of truth. Who does Amber have winning the Cinderella Tournament 2023 match. When she was filling out the bracket and she said, here's my final. Do you have either of them? And I go, yep, here's who I have. And she goes, I will go the opposite. I think she was going to pick Hazuki, but because she does not like to be in direct competition with me or she just likes to win all the time, uh, she has picked Starlight Kid. Had I not tell her that, she might have went with Hazuki, but for the sake of this tournament, she has winner Starlight Kid. Uh, Kirsty also has Starlight Kid. Um, potentially a bit of an upset there going over Utami, but Starlight Kid is certainly a good shout as a winner, um, especially as three of the four of us have her going through to the final. I know she's been very popular on the Patreon pickums as well. Now, uh, 
I said that there's two stories with the Y belt. Now, obviously, the Hazuki one is very obvious. The Hazuki one has been playing out over the last couple of weeks. However, they've been teasing something with Starlight Hidden Sire, and they've been doing it for a couple of months, where there's something not finished between them. And there's been sort of... We've all been thinking, like, how is Starlight Kid going to get back into this white belt picture? And a victory in the Cinderella tournament would certainly do that. Um, However... Oh, God. I'm going to go Hazuki. Oh. So the girls are are significant others who are way better than us. They have style in every yes, way possible. Every way possible. Um, they have Starlight Kid winning for myself and Rob Goodwin team Stardom Cast. Uh, have Hazuki winning the whole tournament. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. That again, we are an ocean away. The fact that like everything is so close, that's crazy. I mean, ocean in between us. And the fact that everything is so close and the fact that me and you both have Azuki winning. Now, this may you the fact that when I mentioned this the past two weeks on the show, you told me that you hated me, which I'm still not over. I'll eventually get over it um, <laughs> because I swayed your decision. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. You're already, you're already sweating I... bullets over there. <laughs> I feel like I've got a better shout this year with Hazuki than I did with any other any other winner. So uh, this tournament, I feel like I've got a good shout with Hazuki winning. Um, you've sort of like with the yes, obviously these three matches are going to be on the pay per view, the, the two semifinals and the final. I think opening with Starlight Kid versus Hannon could be a great way of opening that pay per view. Because you've got two very talented wrestlers. You've got Starlight Kid who makes everyone look good. And you've got Hannon who is perhaps the best young wrestler in the company. She's certainly the best of that sort of generation. I think that's a great way. And then to obviously you'll have Starlight Kid going over to put on a tremendous final with whoever gets through to that final. Um, the only thing that I might change... Is... Too late. You're locked in, brother. We're on air. You're going to edit this out, aren't you? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, 100%. The power of podcast editing. Um, no, it it doesn't change my final four, and it doesn't change my winner. Um, the only thing that I was might potentially change is having Momo Watanabe go over Micah, because not only having Hazuki win the tournament, but have her finally conquer that Momo Watanabe monkey she can't get off her back, that could be an interesting sort of sort of growth throughout the tournament and a nice story to tell in the earlier rounds. You want to hear my? Although I might just keep it as my. You want to hear my theory? I'd love to hear. So we know uh, my theory why Hazuki's going to win the uh, the Cinderella tournament is they broke her down, building her back up, and then winning the tournament and then winning the white belt. Very similar to what they did with one Momo Watanabe. It is March Momo Madness. Cheap plug for the Patreon, where she did lose at, in uh, February to EO, came back, won the Cinderella tournament, and then beat EO for the belt. Almost like a rinse and repeat there. But I think what they're going to do is, because Suzuki, if she wins this tournament, uh, which means you both think she's going to, she's going to need a big match at the Yokohama Arena show. Now, it is a possibility they can put her in the multi-person tag match with Fua Chan. That's, you know, I mean, they have a lot of eyes on her. I understand that. But at the same time, if you're going to have her 
be a challenger and potentially beat, probably beat Sayakamitani for the white belt. Easy for me to say. I think you do Hazuki versus Momo at Yokohama Arena to even give her more of a springboard because she's never been able to beat her in a true one-on-one match. She's never been able. She's lost the white belt match to her back in 2018. And uh, obviously, if she would have beaten Momo in the, the final night, of the five stars, she would have went through uh, in the final last year. So she can't beat that moment. She can't get that Momo monkey off her back. What a better way to do it than to do it right before her white belt match in the biggest uh, show in history of stardom. That's my theory. It's a good theory. I'll be honest. I don't hate it. Um, I'm not going to change mine. You're right. We've locked them in. We've done a whole podcast. There's no point doing a whole podcast and then me changing them <laughs> halfway through. Um, so out of all of our brackets, and I think the most important thing to note is out of our brackets, um, I've only done two time limit draws and you've only done one. The girls have done that, haven't done any, have they? I mean, I don't think Kirsty knew they were a thing. So I, that, I was, that sort of skewed. No, I was, my wife needs to know all the rules because she started filling her bracket out. <laughs> and I told her 10 minute time limit over the top. Rope. She goes, that changes everything. I said, I'm just letting you know. Before you put it out, because if something happens, I'll get yelled at, and you know, and, and that's that. And I know, I know, I know how to schmooze things. So uh, that's it, and that's part of marriage, folks. Is just uh, your Uncle Matt Turner advi- marriage advice for the week is uh, you're always wrong. So it just makes things so much easier. You're always wrong. Something I will say just uh, before we sign off this episode. Something I will say if you're filling out your brackets or if you're thinking of joining our Patreon competition, patreon.com forward slash the stardom cast to get your picks in for as little as one dollar a month. Um the the t- the ten limit ten minute time limit um does change everything. You're absolutely right. That that time limit in those opening matches really does change everything. And the rule set of the over-the-top rope elimination, that is how things like we had two years ago, Rina beating Mayu Iwatani. That would, in singles action, in an orthodox singles match, that would never, ever happen. But in the Cinderella tournament, with all of the context surrounding the rules and things like that, and the way it's wrestled, it, it can happen that's why they get so many shocks in this tournament and why so often we see weird pairings in the semi-finals and um so just bear that in mind slightly when you're filling in that bracket now the last maybe two years i don't think marai was an obvious winner by any stretch of the imagination julia certainly was in 2020 um Saik Amatani certainly was in 2021 so obvious that I didn't pick her um but <laughs> appreciate your honesty <laughs> I don't feel I know um I don't feel like this year is as obvious I know that a lot of people have gone with Hazuki but I don't feel it's as obvious. So, like I said, we'll put this on social media. Um, hopefully, by the time you listen to this on Tuesday night, it'll all be up, and mine, Kirsty's, and Matt's, and Amber's brackets will be on Twitter, and you can let us know who is going, who has got the best bracket. I know where everyone that commented last year said that Amber had the best bracket, and as it turned out, you were right, she did. Um, but yes, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We've had a ball doing it, no matter how stressed I've gotten during it. So uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I will try and link the Google Sheets version of the bracket that we've been filling out 
into the podcast description so that you can have a fill-in as you're listening. Um, but otherwise, if you join our Patreon, it's linked in the description for the competition. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Rob, real really, quick, really, I'm really sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. Real quick, oh. quick question, sir. Um, who, who okay. anybody you've talked to on social media? Who is there? Who? What is the you know the most consistent pick to win the Cinderella tournament that you've talked to somebody on social media or just what or whatever? I'm just curious to see you know who you've talked to who they think is going to be the winner. I'd say it's either Hazuki or Mina Shirakawa. Wow, my final. Uh, the uh, majority of people that I've talked to have Micah winning the tournament. So uh, there's a little wrinkle in everybody's picks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what makes stuff like this great. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Like I was saying, I mean, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are everywhere. Leave us a review if you think we've deserved it. Honestly, I can't tell you how much it helps us to get recognized, not just on Apple Podcasts, but on Spotify and things like that. It really, really does help us out. Um, check out the Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the stardom cast, where you can join the competition for as little as a dollar a month, as well as getting additional bonus episodes and things like that um you can talk to us on social media at the stardom cast um and you can talk to me on twitter at real rob goodwin matt sign us off my friend and plug your socials absolutely if you guys need to get a hold of me any questions comments uh, anything that you want to run by me uh you can get a hold of me on twitter and or the instagram matt turner of just send me a DM and I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Uh, if social media is not your thing, drop me an email. The Stardomcast22 at gmail.com is the uh, best way to get a hold of me via the email. Uh, just piggybacking off of what Rob said. Thanks, everybody, so much. We greatly appreciate the support, the growth of this podcast on a daily basis, weekly basis. just blows our mind uh, when we check the numbers, and that's because of the fantastic support from the friends and family of the stardom cast because like i always say folks just not my podcast it's our podcast because we're all together and everybody's different everybody's special Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.